but I just need one simple thing that I can do today, tomorrow, not like, oh, I'm going to build a following and hope. I don't know. It's just so many steps. I just need something simple. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Found Podcast. And what's so special about this one is the fact that in entrepreneurship, you don't know what you don't know. And that is often the very thing that's holding you back because how can you get the answers you need if you don't know what questions to ask? Along my journey, some of the most vital moves I made were because someone else I was in a program or a mastermind or a group with asked a question that I hadn't even thought of answering. And then the answer literally blew my mind. So today I want you to listen closely as I talk to a special Elevated Brand Accelerator community member in this live coaching call that we do just for our EBA gals and answer a question that I think all of us need to hear on a regular basis. Asya, if you can introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about your business and then of course your one question, then we'll dive right in. Hi, my name is Asya. So I've gone through so many business phases. I don't even know how to introduce myself. Um, I'm by profession a speech therapist. And I went into business for speech therapy and I was like, I am a writer. What am I doing? I hate this. I started with SEO writing for others, for like other businesses. And then I was like for speech therapists. Now I've gone really deep into copywriting, learning about copywriting and realizing that would be a wonderful business paired with SEO knowledge. So I am basically, I've started over essentially in that way multiple times. And now I am diving into, I'm a copywriter. Now, how do I get clients that actually are willing to pay and value my work? And I, you know, there are so many strategies I've learned about. There's so many strategies and I have no patience. And so I've jumped around. I'm like, I'll try this. I'll try that. But I just need one simple thing that I can do today, tomorrow, not like, oh, I'm going to build a following and hope. I don't know. It's just so many steps. I just need something simple, 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 simple. I've started cold outreach and I've committed to doing cold outreach for this month. Just like be consistent, cold outreach, like how many a day, I don't know, five a day, let's say people research who they are, et cetera. So that's my commitment for this month. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on what to do and how to grow. I I love that you've already like made a commitment for this month. So I want to hone in first on in order to make sure that I can answer your question like appropriately into what success looks like for you. So thinking in the future, what is a version of success for you? And when would you feel like you had reached a point of, okay, now I feel like this is working and I'm successful at this point in time? I think success would be making a living 
where I can actually like, like right now I'm in a very lucky position that my husband is supportive of me. And he's not like, why don't you work like a normal human being? Because I could, like I could get a job in speech therapy very easily because that's a really in-demand profession, which is awesome. I'm very grateful, but I don't want to. So if I could really contribute support, honestly, I'd love to retire him. And to me, I see it as I start out by having clients getting really good at copywriting and then scaling, which I like, ultimately, I'd really like to scale and have a lot more passive income streams to have courses, books, the works, essentially, that's more passive than one-on-one time. But I would know right now that I am so-called making it by making, let's say, five figures a month. That would be the first goal. Yeah, that would be the first goal, I would say. Perfect. I love that. I like that. Building myself. Yes. With maintaining our sanity. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're here for, friends. So, okay. That's wonderful. I love your goals of retiring husband and being able to just have that financial choice and freedom for both of you. So in order to do that, and in order to have all the moving pieces, right, of like the passive pieces, bringing in these different revenue streams that are allowing you to have this like new lifestyle in the future, we first have to start simplified, right? And I love that because that comes in with your question of what's one simple thing I can do. But before I answer that, I want to actually take us back a step, a big step, because I'm hearing from you in the beginning, like this pattern of potentially like jumping around a lot saying, even I believe you said, I'm not even sure how to answer that question when I asked if you could introduce your title and what you do. So in order to start anything, in order to start going and getting clients, the first thing that you're going to need to do, the one simple thing before we add on other tangible steps is identifying who you are, who you're showing up as every single day and how you're going to serve clients. Because the only way that you will be able to attract those clients or to convert them is if they clearly see, oh, okay, this is perfectly um, tailored service to the needs that I have. Yes, I'm ready to work with you. Oh, okay, she knows exactly what I need, what my business needs. Okay, yes, I want this SEO tailored copywriting. Please sign me up right now today. But if you aren't quite sure of that, it's gonna be a huge step for your ideal client to make in order to work with you, right? Because if you don't know, you know, you don't know, nobody is seeing a connection together. And like, I can say personally, like I've gone through many iterations of wondering, who am I speaking to? What am I doing here? Who's going to listen to me? Like all of these big questions coming through, wondering, will anybody buy my services? Does anybody want them in the first place? Right? What am I actually doing here? I don't know if you can relate to all these like big pictures. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Yes. All of those big questions. Daily. Yes. Okay, so then first and foremost, what we need to do is make sure that you feel confident and cemented in what you're doing and in how you're showing up. And I just want to say like confidence in how you're showing up and who you are today does not need to equal the experience that's under your belt. Like you don't need a million copywriting clients in like the past in order to mean that you can show up confidently as the copywriter that you are today. So what you can You literally have to start within. And I know this is not a simple answer for you, but the honest to goodness truth is if you don't believe it, nobody else will believe it. And it's the same, like, let's say copywriter to copywriter. Let's take a piece of copy, for example. If you have a piece of copy, like a sales copy, and it is not delivering the message to clients that it is supposed to, it's not going to sell, right? If it is not saying the value, the purpose, the unique proposition in the copy, 
If it is not connecting mm-hmm. with somebody, they're not going to buy it. It's the same thing, whether we're looking at copywriting or we're looking at a brand or service provider that somebody wants to invest in. You have to be able to believe in it first at a like foundational level for any outsider looking in to believe in it at a second level. So what I would personally do, and I'm saying this literally because I've done it and I continue to do it. It's like a regular part of my like personal development is journaling, meditation, anything that can get you in the headspace of, okay, how do I want to show up today? How do I want to walk out into the world tomorrow and the next day and the next day? It does not matter how I walked into the world yesterday. Like none of that matters, but how am I going to show up right now? And how do I want to show up for my kids in one year, in five years, in 10 years for my family to retire my husband? How do I want to show up? And what kind of woman, CEO, wife, mother, do I want to be in that time? And it's- Do we get a recording of this later? This is really good. (laughs) Yes, my friend, I've got you. For me, it's totally like you really hit the nail on the head just now because it's so true. I'm so scared. I'm going to cry. I'm sorry. I, um, it's hard because it's like, I really want to believe in myself. And I do for like five seconds. You know, I I watch like manifestation videos, self-development, whatever. And I'm like, yes, yes, I know my stuff. And then you show up and you're like crickets. And that's it. It's like, well, I must really suck or my message sucks or my, maybe this is the wrong audience. I go through that a lot. Maybe this is the wrong audience. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't need this. So like yesterday I was kind of, not yesterday, um, this past week, I've really been like, what is the thing that I'm going to offer? Okay. SEO copywriting for these, my two ideal clients are speech therapists and intuitive eating counselors. Cause that's like a thing I'm very passionate about. And I would say pretty, very knowledgeable about. And so that I'm like, okay, I got this. Like I puff myself up. And then when you don't hear back, how do you? I cannot tell you how many times I have not heard back. I cannot tell you how many no's I have gotten. I cannot tell you how many late nights I have spent up crying, wondering the exact same thing. Will this work? Am I good enough? Does anybody care? Really? I cannot tell you how many, because it is like a plethora, a plethora of experiences just like that every single quarter, every single year, like literally every single step that you take, you are going to be challenged by your inner mind. Every single step that you take, you're going to be challenged by the Grinch that's on your shoulder saying, are you good enough? Do you think that you're good enough? And you have to make the choice in that situation to say, am I going to drink from this well? Or am I going to drink from the well of, you know what? I know I can do this. I know if I don't know, I can figure it out. I know if my messaging is off, I can figure it out. I know if my audience is off, I can figure it out. And I can learn how to speak to them. I can learn how to deliver my services confidently and sell them, even if I don't know right now. And that is the only thing that has made me go on and go on and go on again is like just picking up and believing with self-confidence. Nothing else. Like most of the time, even right now in my business, I'm less than three years in. And right now I am still doing so much for the first time. And I think that that is going to be a forever part of this journey. I don't think that there are many things I'm going to continue to do over and over and over in the entrepreneurial life because every level presents a new set of problems to you. So every single time I feel like I've gotten to a certain point, there's a new host of problems. And you have to show up as this new person and you have to say, okay, what is required of me? 
to support myself. I'm not talking about strategy. I'm not talking about marketing or business growth tips. I'm talking about what is required of me internally to do this. What is required of me internally to support myself in taking the next step? And sometimes I don't know what the answer is. Sometimes all I do is I sit there with my notebook and my pencil and I just journal and I say, this is how I'm feeling right now. What feelings that I've written down are valid. And this is an exercise I would encourage you to do. Write down, honestly, it is okay to admit these feelings to yourself. Like pushing them down isn't great. You know, putting them on paper allows you to see it from a different perspective and say, okay, wait a second. Do I actually feel like this? Do I actually feel like I couldn't create this business? Do I actually feel like I could never sign a client? Whatever fears are cropping up in your mind, write them down and look at them from this third perspective and give yourself a step back and then actually write down the opposite in your notebook. That's what I do. I say, I know I can, or today I am manifesting what? Even if I've never done that thing before, even if I don't know how I'm going to get there yet, I'm not one for just like manifesting for like hoping sake, but manifesting in if I say, okay, today I'm going to manifest my first six figure a year, then what steps am I going to actionably be taking after that in order to make that happen? And I feel like when we write that down, when we say it to ourselves and we repeat it, when we show up every single day with that practice, then when we make decisions, when opportunities come across our desk and time and an hour at your desk is an opportunity in of itself. So when those come across your desk, then you start to take calculated risks. You start to take calculated actions that will move you closer to what those goals are. But it all starts internally. And it all starts with saying, how can I support myself before I can even say, okay, I need one tip to get a client right now. I love you're already doing the cold email girl. Call that your tip this month. Right now, you need to work on self and say, okay, who am I? And another sub question I want to answer here that you didn't ask, but I'm going to answer it for you anyways, is who am I serving? Which is serving speech pathologists and serving, can you give me the summary of women helping others with eating disorders? Uh, Intuitive eating, anti. it's like a whole culture of anti-diet. It's like moving away from dieting. So not specific to medical grade eating disorders, but anti-diet culture. Oh, I love that. Okay, great. So those two audiences, first and foremost, they are very different people you're speaking to. Essentially, you're creating two different businesses. You're doing the same thing in them, but you're speaking to two different people. And it doesn't mean that you have to create a business that only speaks to one ideal client. You don't. My business is an example of that. But I will tell you that every time we've added on a layer of an ideal client, we are adding on a new marketing plan. We are adding on a new sales system. We are adding on layers to things. And I did not start this way. I started very, very, very simplified because in in all honesty, every time we think about adding something new, this is the question we have is, do we actually see that helping supporting in the long run, our audience and us? Do we actually want to add these layers on? Because it is like adding new pieces of businesses to your existing business. So what I would first say is, is there an umbrella category for those two ICAs that you have that you could restructure your message? Exactly. Health professionals, practitioners, you know, health and wellness minded practitioners. There are a whole host of, you know, practitioners out there that would be able to fit under that umbrella that you might even fall more in love with those topics, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And you can also speak directly to those two um, people that you are already interested in. Or alternatively, you can just choose one and that's fine too. But I will say just choosing one and just saying, I am a copywriter for speech pathologist. I 
am not well versed enough in that field to be able to tell you whether or not there are enough speech pathologists out there looking for copywriting and are educated on the value of copy in order to make the decision to hire and work with you. And I'm saying that from experience as before I started the Crystal Church brand, I started a different brand where I was doing a travel writing and case study work for a client I never actually signed. I never got a single client in, I think it was like nine months, something like that. And the reason is I got on sales calls. I talked to people. I figured out after that journey that they did not understand the value of coffee. And it was just too long of a slog to try to educate them on why they needed it. And trust me, they needed it. Like if you went and looked at these websites, they needed it. Boy, I want to I wanna talk about that point actually, because mm-hmm. initially that's exactly the sort of feeling I got. And so I definitely go through like, do they know? I don't know. So there are like, like thousands of speech therapists starting businesses, but like most of them. So I I'm on all the Facebook groups because I'm a speech therapist. So I have that like advantage. I know exactly what people are talking about. And people talk, ask about like SEO and how to get found on Google all the time. But when I talk to them, that's where I was like, oh man, I'm telling you, I've gone through so many things. That's when in EBA, you talked about how you want to grow with the client. And I was like, yes, that makes perfect sense. So I'm going to create low budget offers, like guides, like how to rank on Google when you don't have a physical location, for example, Mm -hmm. and things like that, like guides like that. But the thing is that I came up with this like marketing plan, like in-depth detail marketing plan that I want to sell for 250 because you get one client evaluation, you cover it. And so I was like, that's a great idea. But I literally had one of those speech therapists tell me who was like, I need a marketing plan. I can't afford all these courses. And I was like, I have just thing. And we started talking. And then she's like, oh, anything above a hundred dollars? Like I would be very skeptical about it. I was like, are you, sh- can I swear? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yes. Are you kidding me? And I, so that's my general vibe. But then I think maybe it's because they're just starting out. So like, Facebook groups are like people who are just starting out in their business, not as speech therapists, but in their business. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, well, then I need to outreach larger private practices because there are multi-million dollar private practices with like Mm -hmm. multiple, multiple therapists. So that's kind of where I am now with the cold outreach. Yeah. But how do I know, I guess, how do I know who does and doesn't value it? How would I find Mm -hmm. that out? And like, I don't know if intuitive eater eating counselors would be, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just First and foremost, what I want to point out is you already know because you've already gotten feedback, which the feedback is, I can't afford that. I'm not sure. I need to learn more about it to see the value. That's one thing there. It doesn't mean they don't need it. And it doesn't mean they won't need it later, right? It just means that they don't understand it now. So the other point is to rewind a little bit and to think about what you just said about how in that process, you're wondering like, who's the right perfect fit for this offer? And am I speaking to the right person? And that can also come under this umbrella that we spoke about before, right? If you're not sure if they're a right person, a great way to start to assess is to give yourself a little bit of a wider umbrella. And I know a lot of people will teach you to go down and down and down the niching hole as far as you can. And that is what took me. That's what my first mentor asked me to do. Took me down that rabbit hole of a business that never took off because they want you to niche and niche and niche and niche. And my theory is they want you to do that so they don't have as much competition. But that's a whole other conversation for a different day. But my point is you do not have to niche that far. And especially in the beginning, you don't have to niche that far when you're just seeing, okay, what is the market's response here? 
right? What is the market saying? And if the market is saying, I'm not sure if that's for me right now, then that's okay. And the other point I want to make is like jumping back a little bit further and going to the product creation and that goal to make like the guides and, and the ebooks and all of that. That's wonderful. You didn't get that wrong there. But what we we talk about inside EBA is that yes, you're going to have the scalable product suite, but you are not going to start creating at the base of it. You are not going to start creating your lowest income pieces first, like your $27 ebook or even your $500 course. You're not going to make those first because quite honestly, in order to make enough money off of a $500 course, you're going to have to sell a lot of them and you're going to have to sell even more ebooks, right? But if you could sell one service for two, three, four, five thousand dollars for a month-long project or a retainer, for example, well, okay, now you've got some income stability and then that will allow you to create the time to then create the smaller pieces at the beginning of your product suite. So I don't want you to think you got that wrong. Keep that plan in your back pocket, but put it away right now and say, okay, I know where I'm going. And I can tell you, even in the KC brand, we have several products like earmarked for the next 18 months in the business. And we're not trying to create them all right now. We are doing one at a time over many, many months so that we can continue to serve our existing client base and new audience with those offers. So there's no race here. So keep those in your back pocket. You know the vision of where you're going with your product suite. But right now, I want you to focus on those top tier offers that are going to be your done for you actual copywriting and SEO work. So that said, in summary, I know we've talked about a lot of things here, but I want you to leave knowing what your focus is right now. And your focus is I want you to actually let go of strategy pieces just for this month, just for this month. We're right at the beginning of the month. Let go of strategy pieces right now. I want you to continue doing those cold pitches. That's great. And I want you to go and do the internal work we talked about at the beginning. Okay. I want you to do that internal work. And I want you really starting to have the conversation of how am I going to show up in the world? What confidence, confidence, excuse me, am I going to bring to the table today? And what's my actual title? I love Laura on the call. She said in the chat, a nice summarized bio that you could use and you could adapt that for that umbrella of health wellness oh, practitioner. That. that was really nice. Thank you so much. Yes. It's so starting to say, I am an authority on SEO copywriting for insert your new ICA and stepping out and saying that and saying, this is how I can help you and owning that. And when you own that, then your ideal clients will see that value and be ready to. So my last question, because like, I totally agree with all of that. And actually I need the recording. I will literally need to listen to this every single day for this month, I think. <laughs> and I so appreciate it. I'm so glad. To, like, I'm so happy to meet you. Really. Like, I just, I really love your podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, although I will be honest. I started crying when you're like, I've only been two and a half years in the business. And I'm like, I suck. But you're seeing um, a highlights reel, my friend. You are not seeing the late nights. You're not seeing me crying on the couch yeah. wondering what am I doing? Like, you know me, I keep it real. Like you are seeing a highlights reel. You're consuming marketing material, right? So keep that in your mind. It's like, I'm a human and I'm also going through like, okay, well, how does this work? And let me try things. And you know how often... My team and I, we always say this. We're like, okay, well, we don't know what we're doing. That's kind of like our catchphrase because we're doing everything for the first time together. It's all an experiment and things do flop. And that's okay because then we can assess and say, what's our messaging off? Is it the audience? Is it the offer? Do people need something else right now? And that just allows so us- How to do you know that? How do you know? Maybe it's the wrong audience. Maybe it's the wrong, like, okay. I guess that the other piece because it's like, of course there are copywriters out there but maybe speech therapists, like they're just, they don't know anything. Experiment was my word of the yes. Yeah. I mean, initially my like niche was coaches, just in general coaches. 
And I had a business coach, which I unfortunately regret, but she was, I mean, she motivated me. She was very, very nice, but she was like, okay, like we have the strategy on Instagram. We're going to reach out. And like every, it was just, it was so much work to get somebody on a call. And then in the call, you go through this whole script that she gives you. And then she's like, yeah, set the price. That's right for you. Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, you know, you're talking, it all sounds great. And they're like, I, there's no way I can afford that. And she's like, of course they can afford it. You just have to deliver the value, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like so much work. And now I'm like, I don't want to go through that with every single. But you know, look, I can't speak to her and exactly what her strategies were. But what I can tell you is this, if you're getting on calls and you're having people actually tell you, I can't afford this, it either means they can't afford this, or it means they don't see the value in the offer. So I'm not sure which way you're presenting things on calls. They literally might not be able to afford it. They literally might not have the education enough to understand why they need copywriting, why they need that SEO support, or they might not actually understand the value from you depending on how you're approaching the sales calls, right? So there are a plethora of issues there. I feel like like the first one is probably like a definite one that's happening, which is that ideal client is not yet aware, not yet at the stage where they're ready to invest in that. And that's really the answer to your question. How do I know if this isn't going to work? How do I know if it's the audience or the messaging? Well, it seems like you've been out there trying enough with this audience, like speech pathologists will take as the example, and there's no response there. So first and foremost, I would say you have two options, but you need to make a decision. Continue with them or not. Pivot to the umbrella option or somebody else. And then... Yes. And then the second piece, the second step there, I know you want no more than one step, but girl, like you were playing a game of entrepreneurship, which is a million steps. So if you want just one step, I'm going to give you the tough love. If you want one step, you can get off of the game and there's nothing wrong with that. That is just fine to do. But otherwise you got to sit and play the game and know there's many steps to play, but you can just do one step at a time, which is good. So if you decide to focus on that one person, that's fine. Or switch, that's fine. But what you need to do next is stick with it. Because what I've heard is there's a lot of shifting and a lot of moving around. And I don't know how long you've stuck with one thing. I can't speak to that, but I do know it sounds like you've moved around a lot and there's nothing wrong with moving around. You know, when I shifted from my previous business that I tried that failed into this one, I remember my family saying, you just started this. What are you doing? Stick with it. Like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I feel something in my gut. Like, I know this is not right and I'm going to shift it and nobody else got it. But guess what? I was right. My gut was right. Nobody else knew. So if you feel like it's not working, it's not working and you can make that shift for yourself, but then you need to stick with it. That's my assignment for you. You need to stick with it. it. Yeah. And you need to stick with one marketing plan. It doesn't need to be Instagram. It could be cold pitching, could be LinkedIn, whatever, but you need to do that and stick with it. Yeah. Okay. So health professionals, cold pitching to health professionals in general. Perfect. Yeah health practitioners, health professionals, you can give some examples of who that might be, like private practice people, you know, health coaches, depends like how wide you want to be. Just private practice owners. It can be, but maybe not. Other people might not necessarily own a private practice, but they might. It depends on like the title of the person that you would want to work with. Like a health coach isn't going to consider themselves to be a private practice owner, but maybe you don't want to work with a health coach. So you need to, to sit down, take your journal out, journal on that, and just decide what that umbrella is going to be and then stick with it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate so that. Thank you also for all the chat notes. I, I see that. You are so, so welcome. Can you please tell everybody where they can find you? If they are looking for a health practitioner, copywriter who knows SEO, <laughs> where can they find you? My website is Asya Krangaus, A-S-Y-A. 
K-R-E-N-G-A-U-Z.com. AsiaKrengaus.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. And it's just such a blessing talking to you. Really fun to, to talk to you. Thank you. Just wow. What a powerful and important conversation and reminder for each of us to have and just to start our days and our weeks with loving ourselves as much as we can and really pouring into ourselves and believing in the power of creating something out of nothing because you really truly can do that, but you can't pour from an empty cup. So let's move into a new season together, loving ourselves, building ourselves and each other up. And especially if you're part of our EBA community, that's what we do inside so, so much. Now, you know that I love love hearing from you in my DMs. Like I really do. So please hop over to IG at crystal, K-R-Y-S-T-L-E, crystal.church and tell me what is one thing that you're going to do for yourself this week? Just one, big or small. I really want to know. Go and pop that in there. I'll chat to you soon. Thank you so much for being a loyal Freedom Found podcast listener. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would pass this on to a friend. This is how we can help support each other and get this message out to more women that might be waiting right now to hear a message just like this. So you can go and share this with your business best friend right now or head on over to leave us a five-star review. Your small gesture really does mean more than you know. Thank you so, so much. Love you lots. And I'll catch you next time. But I just need one simple thing that I can do today, tomorrow, not like, oh, I'm going to build a following and hope. I don't know. It's just so many steps. I just need something simple, 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 simple. I've started cold outreach and I've committed to doing cold outreach for this month. Just like be consistent, cold outreach, like how many a day, I don't know, five a day, let's say people research who they are, et cetera. So that's my commitment.